Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Robbins, and welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist in medium, and here we explore life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. Today, I have another ghost story for you all. I know everybody loves these ghost stories. If you have a ghost story to share with me, please send me an email at team at dramyrobbins.com. If you've been listening to my podcast, you know how these ghost stories go. So if you could just share with as much detail as possible about your experiences that you've had, your relationship with your loved one who passed, um, and I can share it on the show. So today I have a very moving ghost story. Uh, this one is close to my heart as uh, I have spoken with this, this mother a few times. She's reached out to talk with me about her own journey, about the podcast and how it's helped her. And so I'm incredibly touched and honored that she's shared her story today about her son. My son passed away just, just short of two years ago. I had a difficult time processing his absence, even more so than the sadness of not having his adorable little person and kissable cheeks in front of me. That sadness I could understand. I expected to be sad. This did not make the pain of missing him less. It just seemed appropriate. What I couldn't understand was his absence. Like, how can he be here occupying every moment and now he's just gone. I had a very difficult time, especially in the early months after his passing. I did all the things, grief counseling, grief workshops, actions to honor his memory, but I still felt stuck. The breakthrough for me was when I was watching Surviving Death on Netflix. I instantly connected to the thought that he is not gone, just not in this physical body, and his spirit or soul is still very present. This gave me a sense of connection that I desperately needed. It has helped me move move towards healing rather than just coping. This concept leads me to my ghost story and a bit of an awakening to past ghost stories. I've always been open to the idea that there are signs and miracles that mean so much, but it wasn't until recently I started making the connection to this concept and my son and the universe as a whole, really. So I should probably go back a bit. My dad also passed away when I was 23, over 25 years ago. He was my person growing up. He was a gentle giant, a college professor, established a social work program at the university in which he worked, and achieved his PhD in social work when I was in middle school. He was my father, biggest fan and mentor, and I am blessed to have had him as my dad. I'm the youngest of four kids and the only one to follow in his footsteps. I graduated from the same college as my dad and taught and received my bachelor's from same college as my dad taught and received my bachelor's in social work. My dad had gotten sick my senior year of college, but I was too, but was able to hood me at the ceremony. This was so special for him and I. He passed away only one month later. It has been 25 years, but I feel his presence so strong in my life. Specifically, about a month after he passed, I had a profound dream of him comforting me when when I was in a panic. It was real. It was the knowing that everyone talks about. He came to me to comfort me. 
Then again, after I had my son, the one that just passed away, my son was born with a very complicated heart defect and was sick, very sick after his first major surgery. I would go to the chapel in the hospital and pray. I had visions of my dad sitting on the chair in the chapel. He was sitting with his legs crossed and his hand on his chin as he often did in life. He was giving me a look of comfort. Although that was all he did, the look he gave me gave me comfort. It was this internal dialogue between us that was the most comforting. My son had years of in and out of hospitals and times in his life when he was so sick, we did not think he would recover. Another very difficult time after one of Mason's surgeries, I had a dream, another dream that I knew was real and different from the others. My son was in the PICU at the time. In my dream, I was walking down the hall to get my get to my son's room. When I turned to walk into the room, I see you with sliding glass doors. It was instead my dad in the hospital bed. But the room was brightly lit from the sun outside and my dad looked peaceful. He was in the bed but did not have any machines or equipment in the room. I knew in my dream that my dad was dead and I was so excited to see him. I went to him and said so. My dad looked at me with such comfort and peace and said, everything is going to be all right. I know that seems so simple, but I woke up knowing everything would be all right. Mason eventually recovered from this hospitalization and lived many more years. The years were not easy medically, but we had so many good times and shared so much love in the following years. I actually, actually, actually remember making a conscious decision to not waste this time we had together on worry and to give Mason the happiest life I could. I think the dream from my dad had so much to do with that, but it hasn't been until the passing of my son that I've been able to look beyond myself and understand a deeper meaning behind these signs and miracles. It had been like a whole new way to look at the universe and human existence. After Mason passed, I, des I was desperate to feel connected to him. We honestly shared such a deep bond, it, was hard to put into, it is hard to put into words. I was his mom, his caretaker, his best friend, and so much more. And he was my son, my best friend, my soulmate, my teacher, my strength, and so much more. I felt like I lost half of my heart and had a huge hole in my soul when he passed. I felt empty. Soon after Mason passed, less than a week, my husband, daughter, and I decided to play the Wii. It was one of Mason's favorite things to do. He especially liked Wii sports and loved making Miis, the little avatars of each person playing. When I turned on the Wii, the screen popped up, and the only me on the screen was Mason's, and he was jumping up and down and waving. I was shocked, and I knew Mason was saying hi. I showed my husband and daughter, and they too believed that was very cool. Not sure if they felt it at the depth I did, but I knew it was a sign from Mason. The summer after Mason passed, my husband and I took a road trip out west. We wanted to see the mountains and nature, really. It was hard for us to do as a family when Mason was alive because you can't really get a wheelchair up in the mountains. On this two-week road trip, I decided to take rocks with Mason's name on them and place them in different locations, as if we brought Mason on this journey with us. I did follow through, but also had a real discovery. It felt like Mason was already there. 
like he was waiting for us to arrive at each new destination. This gave me such peace to know that Mason is everywhere in everything I do. I continue to receive signs from Mason, although I'm greedy and want more. Here are a couple of very significant, undeniable signs I've received. Mason loved Mozart. He would listen to it every single night before bed. So one night, about a year and a half, a year after he passed, my husband and I were sitting on the couch watching a movie. Neither of us had touched our phones in over an hour. All of a sudden, my phone started playing Mozart. My husband and I both stopped and paused the movie and listened to one of Mason's favorite Mozart songs. We were both shocked, but so happy to know this was a sign from Mason to let us know he was still with us. We listened to the song and cried. It was beautiful. The last story I will share I call Green Pig, Purple Cow. I was reading Laura Lynn Jackson's book, Signs, and she explains that we should ask for very specific signs from our loved ones. I fought this ideal for a while because I thought I was being greedy. Like if Mason wanted to communicate, I should just be open to whatever that looked like. But one day I decided to ask for a very specific sign. Mason loved the game Angry Birds on his phone or tablet. He would play all the time and was really good. However, when he would lose a level, the green pig would come on the screen with a little sad face. Mason would show me the piggy and say, he's sad, but then immediately say, don't be sad, be happy, try again. It was something that we would say a lot to each other in different settings, not just Angry Birds. So I decided to ask Mason for a green pig. However, he was able to do that. A couple of days later, I was driving to work, and I drive through some rural areas to get to work. On the drive, I look over at one of the farms, and there are animals out. Horses, cows, but no pigs. However, one of the cows was purple. Not just a hue of purple, bright purple, and its entire body. Mason was a little jokester in life, and I knew this was him being funny, it was, if, it, it was if he was saying, you asked for a green pig, how about a purple cow, lol. I'm sure there is a rational reason for a cow being purple, but I've not seen any since, and I drive that route to work often. I know this was a sign from my little man Mason in his silly way that gives me so much comfort. Thank you for listening to this, po- to this ghost story. I continue to struggle with the loss of my son, but I also continue to look at the world. Sometimes I get a little choked up in these with an open heart because of the love we had. I also will continue to work on feeling connected both here on earth to learn the lessons my soul continues to need to learn and to feel connected to the universe and beyond all the wonder that it is. Thank you so much. Wow. That was moving for this incredibly beautiful story. And if any of you all have a story to share, please feel free to reach out. Send me an email at team at dramyrobbins.com with your ghost story. I'd love to hear it and share it on the show. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? Wondering what comes next and what it all means? Head over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. Also, if you could take a minute to rate and review my podcast, I would really appreciate it. 
Stay tuned as we continue to explore life, death, and the space between.